0: Hi, folks. Mark Washburn here once again with you. Welcome to session four of our weekly PondCast, and this is the podcast where we talk about pond-related topics and help you improve the health and vitality and the appearance of your pond, whether it is a small backyard pond or water garden or a multi-acre pond or lake, we can help you with that. And, uh, happy to be here once again. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by dot com, where you can find a number of natural solutions for your pond related problems. And we hope you visit us sometime soon. Today's episode is, I think timely. And as we're doing this, we're moving into fall of 2014 and, uh, For those of you who live in the upper United States, you probably remember quite well the winter of 2013-14. It it was something to behold, and it was bitterly cold, and it was cold for a long, long time. One of the worst winters that I can remember, I'm hmm, 50-so-many years old, and it really stood out as uh, one for the ages. Well, one of the problems that comes from cold weather that's, uh, that long and that intense is that you get a lot of ice buildup on ponds. And as a matter of fact, this winter was so cold that I'm don't live too far from the Mississippi river. The Mississippi river was actually frozen over where I live for at least a month and a half and maybe two months. Now I wouldn't recommend walking across that ice, but it was frozen Solid on the surface, and you couldn 't see any water at all; it was just white ice and th- that 's unusual to see. so we had had an unusual year, and a lot of ponds around our parts and throughout the upper u s had ice build up uh, complete coverage for several months and The byproduct or end result of that, when things thawed out in the spring, a lot of people found a lot of dead fish. A lot of uh, dead aquatic life, Uh, turtles, and anything else that couldn't come up and get to the surface paid a price. And uh, one community pond, a park pond in Monmouth, Illinois, actually pulled out about 9,000 pounds of dead fish. Uh, Our community park pond here uh, also had losses of trout and large bass and catfish and turtles. And it uh, it was a lot of carnage. And the reason that this happens is that that ice coverage for that long and that duration uh, and and intensity, if you will, creates a lot of problems in the pond. Uh, Oxygen still needs to get in there, and it can't with ice coverage like that. Also, in a lot of these older ponds, there will be gases that will build up from the decomposition and stuff coming off the bottom. And this gas ideally should be released into the atmosphere to help keep the pond in better shape. But the ice traps all that. It doesn't allow air in, and it doesn't allow the gases to come out. And eventually, if it lasts long enough, the fish are going to pay a price for it. So that's what happened this year. Now, what's interesting, and the reason that I wanted to bring this up, is we have been, over the last couple of episodes, talked a good bit about aeration. And aeration subsurface aeration is a powerful tool even for wintertime use. In fact, we've had a lot of communication with pond owners throughout the spring of this year, and those that didn't have air are asking what they need to do to get it in because they lost fish. Uh, Many people who bought aerators in previous years have called us and said, you know, I'm glad I had it because I didn't lose any. And all the aeration is designed to do in the wintertime is to keep a relatively small spot open uh, of ice so that this uh, exchange can take place. It doesn't have to be a full surface opening. It's just a small opening here or there to help with uh, the oxygen and uh, gas transfer. And so we found, too, that uh, subsurface works best for that. You can use a a standard diffuser for keeping a spot open, or you could use diffuser tubing to keep ice free around boat docks and ramps and things like that. Um, And that works well. You could also use a surface-based circulator, which is basically a motor motor with a propeller on it, suspended under a float horizontally, and it will increase the circulation of the water and help keep ice from building up uh, in particular areas. Anyway, all these uh, tools can be very beneficial when you get heavy ice coverage or the potential of such. And what's interesting about last year, you know, the Farmer's Almanac magazine is not Highly touted for weather predictions. A lot of people buy into it, but a lot of meteorologists don't. But the meteorologists didn't predict the type of winter we had last year, but the Almanac did. Now, just a word of warning, this year they're calling for another difficult winter. And so if we do see another challenging winter, run of of conditions like we did last year, then those ponds with aerators will fare much, much better than those without. And if you've restocked with fish over the summer, I'm not real sure, quite honestly, and I'm just being brutally and bluntly honest when I say this, I'm not sure why anyone would have a pond that has fish in it that has got some intrinsic value to it where they don't have an aerator going. Now, I've met with many people over the years. One pond owner had a commercial catfish operation down in, I believe it was Georgia, and he had trophy catfish in there, spent $40,000 on the fish, and had a hot period of weather and lost a number of them. They were taking them out by the end loaders, the bucket loads on on an end loader. And it was just a massive loss of fish. And uh, after that event, and he never had a problem before, but he, he, he hit a threshold, and the fish suffered, and the weather conditions got rough. Summer or winter can do it, and he lost the fish, and, uh, or most of them. And so he ended up putting an aerator in as an afterthought, and uh, now things are protected. But uh, unfortunately, we hear of these stories from folks who just didn't look ahead. And in this episode, I just wanted to mention to you that, you know, winter is coming And if you did have problems last year, it's still possible to get another cold winter again. But you can protect your fish year-round, hot or cold, with a good aeration system. And so wanted to mention that it's valuable uh, no matter what the season. If you have any questions about your pond, be sure to contact us at pondalgeysolutions.com. We're happy to try to help you with anything you might be dealing with. And we hope you have a good day wherever you are. As always, take some time to enjoy your pond.